This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. Stocks traded choppily Wednesday following the Federal Reserve's latest monetary policy decision in which the central bank affirmed market expectations that it was nearing the start of interest rate hikes as the economic recovery progressed and inflation remained hot. However, the Fed offered little in the way of concrete details about the timing and speed of its balance sheet reduction process. The S&P 500 rose by more than 2% to reach session highs just after the release of the Fed's statement at 2 p.m. The index turned negative during Fed Chair Jerome Powell's press conference, however, and fell by about 0.6% after 3 p.m. Eastern time. The Nasdaq soared by more than 3% at session highs before also turning lower. Investors closely eyed the Fed's monetary policy statement, which suggested officials were prepared to soon begin raising interest rates from current near-zero levels given the current economic backdrop. With inflation well above 2% and a strong labor market, the committee expects it will soon be appropriate to raise the target range for the federal funds rate, the Federal Open Market Committee said in its updated statement. The FOMC also said it plans to continue tapering its asset purchases and ultimately end this process in early March, thereby fully ending the quantitative easing program that had helped support financial markets over the course of the pandemic. Leading up to Wednesday's statement, investors had been pricing in a more hawkish central bank as the Fed looked to rein in inflation currently running at a four-decade high. Over the past more than month, the Fed had signaled through its December meeting minutes and in public remarks that it was likely to begin raising interest rates from current near-zero levels in March. It also suggested it was considering beginning to roll assets off its balance sheet after amassing some $9 trillion in its bond portfolio. At this meeting, Fed officials also agreed to a short set of principles for reducing the size of the balance sheet reaffirming that interest rates remain the main policy tool and that the FOMC wants to hold primarily Treasury securities in the longer run. Michael Pierce, senior U.S. economist at Capital Economics, wrote in a note Wednesday afternoon. Officials noted that they will commence that process after the process of increasing the target range has begun, which could mean as soon as March. We suspect a decision could still be a few meetings away, especially given that the statement did not include any mention of caps or how quickly it will allow assets to run off its balance sheet, he added. Though these signals on interest rates and the balance sheet drawdown began trickling in weeks ago, markets had since been anxiously awaiting more clues about just how aggressive the Fed would ultimately be. The S&P 500 had closed lower for a fifth time in six sessions on Tuesday, extending volatility after Monday's roller coaster trading day. 
The index had dropped more than 8.5% for January to date through Tuesday's close, and the Nasdaq had sunk into a correction, dropping more than 10% from its recent record high. If you think about what's happened in the markets, it indicates the degree of sensitivity market participants have to what is going to be the new rate environment and the new liquidity environment. David Balin, City Chief Investment Officer and Head of City Global Wealth Management, told Yahoo Finance Live on Tuesday. The Fed made a major reversal about five weeks ago when it said that it was both going to raise rates and also consider quantitative tightening, which effectively means that you and I are going to have to finance the debt that is necessary issued by the Treasury instead of the Fed, he added. So with all of that, I think they're going to look at what happened in markets, and they're going to say, our goal here is not to shut the economy and make things slow. The goal here is to signal their willingness to fight inflation to the extent that they can. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.